<clears throat> yes. So uh, <clears throat> I was deliberating if to come or not because there was so much uh, fear. I felt my heart beating really strong, so I figured it's an opportunity. Um, uh, today I had um, a very um, powerful meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, I skipped the morning sessions here mm-hmm. and uh, took a couple of hours to sit by myself. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and um, and after preparing myself for the meditation, so my body was very um, was was in good form. Mm-hmm. And I sat, it was very comfortable to sit, I felt very alert, very aware, very um, very easily uh, was conscious of my <coughs> breathing, of my sensations, mm-hmm. so it was a very good start. Um, when um, about third day into the treat my my I got uh, caught in my back mm-hmm. one of my muscles my lower back mm-hmm. and um, I felt it was sort of releasing and then uh, a chronic pain that I have in my upper mm-hmm. left shoulder sort of appeared and and during the meditation felt like they were connected like the bottom one goes the top one comes back yeah the top one goes the bottom one comes back and um, and suddenly, um, an image of uh, of um, the the belt we use for the rifle, mm-hmm. which sits exactly mm-hmm. oh, yeah. <laughs> in this area, sort of uh, manifested, and it uh, and it made sense. Um, and through and and I kept trying to be aware of my breathing and be aware of the sensations and they came and went and um, and and then during during my army service um, I was trained as a sniper mm-hmm. and uh, and suddenly a fly came and sat in my right eye and he was very persistent about going through my uh, my eyelashes and and, uh, and I tried to have a friendly uh, attitude towards it. Maybe he's hungry and there's whatever there. But he was very, very persistent. And, um, and, then, and then I thought that maybe it's again connected to the, to the fact that I was a sniper because um, that's, that's the eye that's mm-hmm. used for the telescope. Um, and then he moved over to the left eye just to show me that really on my right eye it's really a lot more annoying than mm. on my left eye. <laughs> and, um, and, and he moved around my face and, and he was really, uh, he had my attention. I mean, my, my, I tried going back to my breath and I tried looking for other sensations but the fly was pretty much, he had it. And... Um, and then at a certain point, um, 
he really uh, went violently for the for the corner of my eye. <laughs> it's just. I just went, wonder whether it's kind of where's it going. Yeah, where, okay. where it's leading away to or towards okay. what, or if the most important thing has already been said. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, uh, so I'll make it shorter. And eventually, I just squinted really, really strongly, mm-hmm. and uh, and he flew away. And then, once the fly was gone, then I noticed that I had agonizing pain in my knees. Mm. Um, almost unbearable. I tried breathing to it and using mm-hmm. uh, your words that there's a beginning, a middle, and end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beginning, a middle, and end. But it seemed uh, <laughs> it was just getting more and more painful. Um, and then um, at a certain point, I mean, it was really unbearable. I was, uh, I'd, uh, I'd planned to wait for for the bell for lunch or something. So I started imagining maybe I didn't hear it, or so and so. Can we go back to the the, the beginning because it seems to be wandering uh, away from the initial? Do you mind? Uh, we can. I'll just point out. Make it make. Sh- at the sound. end, yes. At the end, um, I reached a point where um, where the pain was agonizing, and I felt that. Um, that, that I was almost on the verge of uh, of fainting. Mm-hmm. I got a very dry throat suddenly. I felt nausea, um, and then and then there was a sense of um, looking back at mm-hmm. it. At that moment, it was more the physical experience, but looking back at it, it sort of was an experience of terror, mm-hmm. uh, cold sweat, and uh, with the. Um early part of what you said that um, had a couple of hours quiet morning and then experiencing some pain and there was a pain in the lower part of the back and then a pain in the here and then that provided that gave the sensations of that gave the memory of holding the rifle is that right? Uh, yes. Yeah, across the strap. Yeah. And and the rifle here and here. And then you said you were trained um, as a sniper. You were trained as a sniper. Did you kill people? Fortunately for me, I I didn't. You didn't. And not, not directly. I'm not quite sure what that means. What, what's, what's indirectly? Indirectly is if you pass information to other people. And they are able to kill somebody. Yeah. Directly as if you actually do it. Do it. So you directly I didn't. No. So in your time in uh, army service, you then passed over information to other people, and then and then they um, killed people. Uh, that wasn't related to the to the gun to the sniper. It wasn't related to the sniper. No. But it was related to. I just want to get it clear. Okay. Because it's yes. important. People were, yes. Hmm? yes. Pe- people were cured because of information which was passed yes. over, yes. and and that cost people their, their, their uh, life uh, there. Following on from uh, all all of that, um, how's your relationship to being a person who gave up 
gave such information? Um, in in the circumstances I was in, it's uh, I, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, I'm not. Uh, it's not my wish, but at the time, I felt that uh, other people's lives were saved through that, and still looking back, I mean, that's not, I don't have an issue with that. No. Um, so, the, the people's that lives that you identified with, presumably Israelis, um, that, uh, as you said, possibly, saved lives, um, but you don't have an issue with it because the other lives didn't matter the same? Uh, not because they didn't matter the same. I'm sure no. they mattered to other people. But um, in the circumstances that were there, mm. their intention was to kill other people. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, right. So... The intention to kill other but, people but generated the intention to kill other people, which yes. generated the intention to kill other people. Yes, but is that intelligent? Not very. No. And is there no other answer? Intention to kill, intention to kill, intention to kill. Is there, is there any other way of a human being to relate other than through this means? Um, I know there is. Have you found your voice with that which you know? Again, I ask you: Is there another way, other other than the intention to kill, which generates the intention to kill? Yes. And my question is: Is there another way? And then you said, "I know there is." And then I said, um, in response to that question, "Have you expressed the voice?" I know there is. Uh, yes. To whom? To myself. You mean, do I go around publicly and... Uh, publicly or privately, offering or speaking. Look, I was a sniper, I passed information over. Other people, other families um, suffered immensely as a consequence. I know there is another way, and this way I would like to speak about. Privately, family, is that possible? Um, or is it... Uh, you feel you couldn't do that? It's a question, open question. No, the, the description of... Uh, I, I gave a very partial uh, description of mm. my army service and the mm. sniper part was uh, mm. a very small portion of it. I was mostly trained as a sniper. Mm. wasn't used as a sniper. So, mm. the, so, yes. so that's irrelevant to the, to the story. In the situations, no, it's no it, not not well, not no, it's not. I can't, I can't talk as a sniper. No, I can talk as a soldier. Yeah, all right. and um, and no, I haven't gone around um, emphasizing that no. the circumstances that I was in mm -hmm. at the time were circumstances that um, that. Politically are wrong, but as 
as a soldier, the I, I still don't feel no. um, responsible. No, I do feel uh, responsible, but um, in those circumstances, I don't think there was another way. The other way mm. is not to reach those circumstances. So, I'm following uh, correctly, and you can say thank you anytime. You know, you have the freedom to speak and you have the freedom to go. Um, I said, I felt the politics are wrong, and it is the politicians who order the IDF to do this, that, and the other. I felt the politics are wrong. Why would you want to submit or follow politics which you say are wrong and yet doing what those politicians tell you to do? I'm not, I'm not quite clear. Um, so, I think the question is not exactly um, related to the circumstances I was mm -hmm. in because it happened a very, very long time ago mm -hmm. where my attitude towards uh, towards things was very different. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, good. appreciate your openness and your continuity uh, with the conversation. Um, can I ask how long ago and what was the attitude then that you had as a young man? Um, what is the attitude that you have now? So as far as you can recall. 25 years, more or less. 25 years ago? Yes, yes okay. Mm -hmm. um, so how old, if I may say, how old were you at that time? 19, 20. Ah, so you're doing army service, you got trained as a sniper in this period of time. And what was the attitude that you can remember? from this period? Um, I was never... I was actually quite scared of being in a situation where I would have to kill somebody. Um, and yet, I felt a responsibility to, um, to take part in, in the general um, work or responsibility for for the country. Mm. So I didn't want because I didn't want people to get killed, not to mm. do it and let other people. If I'd say I don't want it done, and I would go and as you say raise my voice against, that's one mm. thing. But that's not how I felt. So um, so I was in in a place where that can happen. Um, could, just in terms of, um, I mean, it's a long time ago, so please don't hesitate to say, well, it is a long time ago, it's a little hard to remember. Could the feeling, I don't want to kill another uh, human being, that that feeling is just fear, and or I should let go of this fear, <coughs> and just um, do what I'm told 
by, by your authorities, by your senior officers? Or could it be that that sensation, that experience about killing uh, another could be showing some moral concern? Uh, How would you know the difference between fear and moral concern in your feelings? I, I will... I will shift it a little away because because, um, the fact that most of the time I wasn't a sniper Mm. and the reason that the sniper came up Mm. I think is due to um, a crack I had in my life and that Mm. wasn't during uh, during that time it was during my um, what's it called Uh, Miluin Reserve duty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So during my reserve duty, I was in a different situation. Yes. Where I was holding the rifle Mm. um, as a sniper Mm -hmm. in a situation where, um, again, I um, I didn't shoot anybody. Nobody died as a result of my bullets, but people were killed in that situation, and. In that situation, it was clear to me already, because I was more of an adult, more aware Mm. of other possibilities. Mm. Um, And that, I think, shattered my my views of life. Mm. So, well, quite quite a revelation, really, isn't it? Uh, it was uh, it was very difficult for mm. quite a few years. I can imagine. I can um, imagine. What 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 is it? I'm uh, interested here and again. A really big thank you for the sharing from you. What what is it that there's some passage of time and um, uh, and then some some years uh, uh, later and something else has happened inside and the outcome of that um, one of those standout moments again it sh- words were it shattered my view of life what way did it shatter your view of life what, oh, what happened to you at that moment it wasn't years later oh that moment all right moment. okay so in that moment what 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 was the shattering aspect to this? I mean, some people can just quite cold-bloodedly um, go and kill other people and have a good night's sleep afterwards, and others, something um, touches them. Well, it was during my studies, mm-hmm. so I was living a normal student life, yes, and then going to reserve duty, and um, and then... It was like um, it was a bit like a play, where you have a play. A play, yes, where where all the all the people know mm. what their job is. Yes. The only thing is, is that people get killed there. I mean, everybody's in agreement on how how it's going to work out. How 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 they're going to be killed. Not how they're going to be killed, but no. How there's going to be a demonstration here, and they're going to be blocked off here, and this and that, and so mm. on. Mm. And then, uh, and then the outcome is that people die mm. in this situation. Mm. And watching this close up through the telescope of a gun, mm. 
and being aware on the one hand that there are friends of mine down there that I'm supposed to protect and on the other hand knowing that the tools that I have are not of that capacity I can't protect them yeah. I mean by the time that I fire the, mm -hmm. the gun whatever protection was needed is already too late mm -hmm. and from the distance that I was chances are that yeah. innocent people are going to get killed mm. so I'm in a in a catch-21 I yeah. can't do my job no. I'm protecting my friends I'm failing to protect my friends mm -hmm. and and failing to protect uh, those at the uh, end of the rifle um, well I did mm. I didn't shoot, you didn't shoot. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. so um, but, but the situation felt so um, uh, there was no no solution to the situation that mm. I had in all my years of experience mm. Mm. Um, I, I was yeah. yeah, you're 19 years of age no, at that point I was already 25 I 25 think. years of age so uh, yeah. uh, I don't think it would have made much of a difference mm. I think this mm. but the um, so so I was I wasn't paralyzed at the moment. I was very functional at mm. the moment. But after after that incident, I had a um, a breakdown. Mm. Yes, yes. As many as uh, many soldiers do. Yes. The terrible cost to be that is paid in uh, the intensity of, of violence and killing for every, everybody very high cost have you had any meetings with the Palestinians I presume they're Palestinians or Lebanese no in this case it was Palestinians Palestinians mm -hmm. um, meetings with them mm, not really no no. Would you be interested to? Yes. No, we can talk later. <laughs> I've had 20 years of, um, with the Palestinians. Uh, gave workshops in uh, Nablus. Many of them involving women who suffered greatly at the <coughs> Uh, the death and the killings of family members and some of their own uh, as well <coughs> and uh, listened to many very heartbreaking stories many and uh, as you uh, mentioned somewhere in the being there is a knowing uh, that to find some kind of uh, uh, other way of relating and it's uh, so easy and, and, and understandably that <coughs> there are, as you mentioned, two or three times once on active duty, dangerous uh, si situation, 
accept uh, uh, all of that uh, although not always having uh, seen these demonstrations they're not always very dangerous uh, not, not always, always. but some cases it was particularly was, was yeah, and I agree I really yeah. wouldn't argue for a moment with that and and also there's friendships there and there's loyalty uh, is there is there a um, a way of looking at these situations which I don't want to sound too spiritual here but which kind of transcends the loyalty to the nation state and the friendship with one's fellow soldiers is there anything more significant in life than that with all the death and destruction which can accompany it which one might stay true to <coughs> rather than true to that Um, I'll tell you where it's difficult it's easy to answer it and say yes and uh, and I've met in myself the, the morality mm. that, uh, that goes against it and yet there are as you say habits and environmental influences I don't know what the word exactly yeah. would be but that from childhood um, bring you up with that very basic um, responsibility mm. as part of a as part of a community yeah mm. yeah so appreciate I know of course uh, as well that officers will come into the schools and speak about Israel speak about the others who want to push us into the sea and endless um, accounts as well as the oligarchy that runs the media and uh, the politics and the tragic constitutional decision that was made last month in July many many things uh, there but it also requires uh, sometimes a kind of digging deep in our in our being and uh, with each other to see if we can really explore and find some other way of resolving conflict rather than uh, the use of uh, uh, weapons and destruction. And I think it's. <coughs> genuinely a major issue for every nation here and elsewhere and with the neighbours the, the, the levels of suffering are incomprehensible but thank you very much for your good voice here. thank you I'll, I'll, I'll say a few words reflection at the end so we'll have a quiet minute or two together and then, all right, we've gone to sleep. Take your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take your time.
quiet minute. 